Hey, hey, teacher friend. Welcome back to the show. I'm so happy that you are here, and I hope that this message today really touches your heart and makes an impact on you. I was spending the weekend with my family and really reflecting on where I was two years ago from now. Where I was two years ago in 2020 in January, actually it was three years ago, back in 2019 when I was an instructional coach, loving my job, so grateful for what I had, but I sat in my office, in my coach's office, just thinking so many mornings about a life that I truly desired. And I would dream and I would plan and I would think and not really even plan, but I would like write notes down and I I really didn't know what I longed to do or what I longed to have, but I knew that there was this pressing feeling that I was uncomfortable. And I've shared with you before that I had always dreamt of having a school, but not the school that I have right now. I always dreamt of having like a four to five-year-old, preparing them, foundating them, and then sending them off to school. And But I never thought it would manifest into what it, what it is now. But I want you to know that as I sat in my office, as I sat in my classroom for a few years, thinking about what else could I possibly do in my life, I never knew that it was actually a school that God would birth out of me. So I want you to know that because I believe that it is so important that as you listen to me, that I am with you for the long haul. And then I know that many of you are sitting in a place going, can I do this? Can I not do it? Many of you want to know the how do I do it? How do I do it? But if we don't get to the understanding of what we truly desire so that we can actually start making moves, we're going to continue spinning on the hamster wheel. Over the course of time, over the next year, was in 2020 when schools started closing down from the pandemic, And that was the year that we launched Lighthouse Learning, my micro school. But even before that moment of launching the school, if I were to go back, and that's what I did this weekend, I went back and I got my journals from 2019 before I actually left teaching, even back 2018, back 2017. So we're talking five years ago, five, four, three years ago, two years ago before I actually launched this school, where was my heart? What was I thinking? What was I struggling so badly with? And the truth is I was struggling being in this position, this this moment in time, this moment in my life, but desiring something so far out that I thought was just unreachable. And I didn't know how to position myself and I felt awkward and I didn't know if I wanted to leave, but I knew that I wanted to leave, but I didn't know what to do and I didn't know what to become and I never knew what else I could do other than teach. And here I am with a school, but not even knowing that it was going to turn into a school. I just had this desire, just, but I didn't know what the desire was. And I want to share this with you today because I know so many teachers feel lost in this foggy, dark place of being in a transition. And so today I'm going to share with you really and truly what helped me to get more clarity of knowing that I did not want to stay where I was. I'm going to share with you the three desires that I had, three big desires that I had that led me into taking one step closer, one step closer, not even knowing where I was going, not even knowing I was going to build this school, but there were three desires that I had in my heart. And because I stepped out in faith, these three desires have completely changed 
my life. They have come to pass. Here they are. And maybe you are feeling this same desire inside of you, but you don't know what to do with it. Today, I'm going to share how my life has changed, the desires that came from a lot of soul work. And I want to share this with you in hopes that you do not feel alone and in hopes that it gives you the momentum and the power and the courage to step out and make a change so that you can have the quality of life that you truly, truly desire. Let's dig into it. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teeth on. All right, and thank you so much for joining us here at Teacher Let Your Light Shine. If you have been with us over the course of time, I'm so grateful for you. I am so, so thankful that you are continuing to tune in, and I pray that this blesses you immensely. Please make sure that you... Go to Facebook, Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Join our community. We would love to have you. Send me a message if you have a question about anything. Go to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com. Check out the free resources that we have that can inspire you, help you. Join our email list. We'll let you know when we have podcasts. We never, ever, ever spam. Share this with a teacher friend because you never know who else needs this encouragement who may be thinking the same thing that you're thinking or may want to join arms with you one day and actually start a business. I'm coming at you today because it was a few years ago, back in 2019, that I had said earlier that I was really having this itch of leaving, but I loved my job. I had an amazing job, worked as an instructional coach at a great school that we helped build together It was a newer school. I'd been there for two years, loved my administration, but man, oh man, was I on the search truly for the woman that God created me to be. And I knew that I was going through this transition, but I needed someone to hold my hand because I knew that I needed to break free and step into what God had given me, but I didn't know what this God-given path was. And many of you are sitting there right now I'm sitting here talking to you, driving in your car, you're walking, you're walking your dog, you're running and you're going, "Mm mm-hmm, that's me. And you're thinking, I've got this career that I'm really, really great at. Everyone has identified me with this career and I'm so proud of it and I love being a teacher, but I'm so torn. I I have this dream of, of having a different quality of life. I try something new, but I'm afraid and I need inspiration and I need some practical direction because... I feel lost and I feel like I'm just walking down this fuzzy road of not knowing what to do. 
How do I hear? What is it that I need to do? What am I destined to do? Why do I feel this way? Now I feel guilty for feeling this way. I'm just uncomfortable. I don't like it. Now I'm starting to feel insecure. Am am I crazy? Am I going through a midlife crisis? As a matter of fact, you know what? I'm starting to get a little frustrated that everyone thinks that this is the path that I should be on. But my heart's telling me to do something else. And right now, I want to tell you that you are not walking this path alone. And man, oh man, what I would have given to have someone tell me this a few years ago. I mean, I literally was searching podcast teachers. What do I do next? How do I build a business? Do I build a business? How do I leave my job? What should I do if I'm a teacher and I want to leave my job? I was searching all over the place. I never could find clarity until I did this. I sat down and I got very, very clear on what I wanted my life to look like and feel like. How did I want to live my life? How did I want to live my life and leave a legacy for my family? How did I want to lead my family and lead my community and lead other people who are watching? How did I want to love people? How did I want to love my family differently? How did I want to love other families differently? How did I want to learn differently? Do I always want to be told what I need to learn? Do I always want to be told what I need to study and what I need to get better at? What if I have a different desire inside of me? And here's the truth is you're going, wait a minute, that's kind of corny, Mackenzie. All of them start with L, but I'm telling you right now, that's the truth. How did I want to live? How did I want to love? How did I want to lead? How did I want to live a legacy? And how did I want to learn? Because we as teachers, we want to learn, we desire to learn, but we want to learn other things. We don't want to learn all the every day of our life about making learning centers. We enjoy it. And there was a time where we were so passionate about it, but it seems like the longer we stay in the classroom, the longer we have to conform and learn what keeps the numbers looking good, keeping the school looking good. Maybe I didn't want to learn a brand new curriculum the next year. Maybe I wanted to learn how to teach children more outside, how to teach children authentically, how to give engaging lessons that were beyond the curriculum that I was told that I had to teach. And so those are the things I started learning about. I wanted not just to learn about more in my teaching career. I wanted to learn more about my life and how I could live seriously I know this is thrown around a lot, but I I really wanted to know how I could live more abundantly, how I could seek more joy, how I could seek more peace, how I could provide more for my family, not just financially. How could I cook at home for my family and give them nourishing meals? How could I be a better support to my husband instead of coming home with a bag full of papers and binders and all kinds of work that I had to do for the rest of the night? When I really began looking at the life that I wanted to have, and I mean putting it down on paper, spending days putting it down on paper, how do I want to live my life? Not just next year, the next five years, the next 10 years. How do I want my life to be? I don't want to report to a building all day, every day. I just didn't want to do it. I knew that that's not what I wanted. I wanted to be able to hop in my van with my kids and go places. Now, I'm not able to do that every week, but by golly, you better believe if I want to take the kids down to the pumpkin patch now that I can join my teaching passion with having that flexibility, everybody hops in the van and that's where we're going. If I want to get outside more and have more fresh air and do more creative work, off to the park we go. Now, during this time of 
sitting in this place of not knowing if I should even leave my career, I just got down to what I truly desired for my life. And that is what you can do right now. I'm going to say it again. And I want you to spend some time on these five areas, these five categories to gain more clarity on truly the life that you want to live. Now, when I wrote these down, I truly did not know that it was going to end up me having my own school. However, I became very clear on what I wanted in my life. And then this is how it unfolded. After I share the five questions that I asked myself, and I'll explain it in just a little bit more detail, I'm going to share with you the three things that came out of these desires that I now can hold on to and attach them to what I do on a daily basis. So here are the questions. The five questions that you're going to write down, you can have a separate piece of notebook for each of them. I suggest that you really work on these over the next month, the next two months, before you give your intention that you're going to be leaving, before you say, yes, I'm going to sign on another year. Yes, I'm going to keep doing the same thing that I no longer feel is fueling the desire for my life. I want you to go through this soul work right now. Number one, how do I want to live my life? How do I want to live my life? Today, next year, the next five years, the next 10 years. Because I'm going to tell you that whatever you do in the next year, it's going to lead you to the next year and then to the next five years and the next 10 years. No, I'm not exactly where I know I need to be in the next 10 to 20 years, but I know by golly, I am stepping in the right direction because I have no clue what God's going to do for Lighthouse Learning. No clue what he's going to do, but at least I know that I stepped out and I'm so much closer, so much closer to that destination of living that life that I truly desire. That's not just good for me, but for the people that I serve. Number two, how do I want to love? How do I truly want to show people love? And one of the things that I had written down is that I had wanted to open up my home more to people. Huh. Well, looky there. What do you know? 11 kids later, two assistants, two volunteers. Here we are, folks. So how do I want to show love? For me, it was opening up my home. For me, it was doing more volunteer work. For me, it was working with other people in different capacities. So think about that. How do you want to show love to your family? I also knew that I wanted my daughters to really see their mom serving and loving other people. And this is a way right now that I am able to do that. Number three, how do I want to lead? How do I want to lead others? For me, I knew that I could inspire teachers and other women or other families to do something that they have never done before, to embark on this journey, to enjoy the good life of figuring things out and learning as you go and knocking down barriers that you thought you could never get through. That just lights me up. I knew I wanted to lead people in that way. I actually thought I was going to get into life coaching. That's how incredibly passionate I was in helping people. As a matter of fact, some of my assistants when I was an instructional coach are like, Mackenzie, when you leave, you need to get into life coaching. And I felt like that's pretty much what I did as an instructional coach. I was always helping people combat so much of what was going on in their mind and was causing them to just not be the person that they had truly wanted to be. So that's how I knew I wanted to lead my life in that way. I wanted to lead others. Number four, what legacy do I want to leave? What legacy do you want to leave for your children, 
for your nieces, for your nephew? What do you want to be known for? What characteristics do you have that you want people to be inspired by? What greatness do you have inside of you that you can inspire? You can inspire such greatness in others. What is it that you want people to respect you for and to just know you for? That's how you lead and build a legacy. And number five, how do you want to learn? And what do you want to learn? Do you want to be told what to learn? Do you want to pick what it is that you want to learn? Do you want to be able to just pick up a book on your lunch break and not have to worry about how much time you have left because you got to go pick up your students? Do you want to be able to just engulf yourself in a book and on the weekend or magazines or learn something new or pick up a new hobby, but yet you feel as if you're not able to do that because of the time constraints? I remember one teacher saying, exercise? Yeah, right. Not in this career. And maybe that's not how you feel, but for her, she felt like my life is so limited because of the amount of commitment I have towards this career. And so be honest with yourself. What is it that you really want to do that you feel like you can't do because your hands are tied? Go through this work. Keep it in a handy place. I have a little desk in my room. That's where I come to do my Bible study and my journaling. It's it's only for that. This little space in my room is only for the soul work that I have going on in my life. I have to have a space and a time to do that. And I highly encourage you to do that as well. It will help you advance in your life and you will be able to amplify what it is that you truly feel called to do. Even though you don't have the exact answers or the exact path, you're not going to know that right now. Please rest assured, and I know it's frustrating, but you're not going to know that right now. But what you can do is you can glean on what it is that you are feeling inside. So start with the desires. And I want to share with you, my husband and I, we went on a hike this weekend with our daughters and I had been thinking about how much my life had changed for the better. And we've been trying to teach our girls about having gratitude because we're all on this journey of making sure that we are showing gratitude. And my husband was saying, you know, girls, he was talking to my daughters and he said, look at mommy. He said, look at what God has done for her in her life and look at how he totally took away that hustle bustle out of mommy's life. And I just sat there and I thought, oh my gosh, he's so right. I mean, of course I've known that. Of course I've thanked God for that. But I remember the days of getting out of my house by seven o'clock in the morning. My daughter reminded us, yeah, I remember whenever we got into the car and it was so freezing cold and we had to sit there because you were so cold, you could barely even... And I lived in Florida, so I can't even imagine. If we had lived in Missouri during that time or another cold place, my gosh, they've been like, I remember whenever you were scraping ice off the car, mom, trying to hurry up and get us to school. And I get it. That's what happens. And there might be a time when, you know, lighthouse learning isn't in my home anymore. Or maybe there's a, maybe you're not able to have this in your home. But the great news is that you can avoid the hustle and bustle in your life because it's your business. So you get to set the times that you want to go to work and the times that you want to leave your job. You get to do that. It's yours now. So it's so fantastic being able to tell this and explain this to the girls because I didn't want them to have a frazzled, frantic mom anymore, forgetting my lunchbox, driving down the road. Because we have so many decisions as a teacher. We have this decision fatigue that we can't concentrate. And then we get so distracted. And I would leave my house and I would think, oh my God, did I shut the garage door? And I would turn back around. I forgot my water bottle. I forgot my paper. I forgot my bag. And 
And I'm an organized person, but we just had so much going on trying to get my kids out the door and get to school on time for our faculty meeting or team leader meeting and who who was going to take care of the kids after school, after I had the long meeting or after I had the presentation. The hustle and the bustle of the conferences, the deadlines, the grades, the data meetings. You know, our parents will even say, we love this because we appreciate this lifestyle. There's no pink tardy slips here. We get to, as having your own business, being a business owner, having your own school, having this experience, a tutoring business, micro school, you get the autonomy. You get to design the life, the experience that you want to have for yourself and for others. And I promise you, it's less stress in a pressured world where everything stills our energy and attention. We are able to have a slower pace of life. You can become more intentional and you can truly reclaim your agenda. The second thing that I noticed that really has changed out of my life is this overwhelming pressure, this pressure to conform. Having your own business, yes, there's pressure, but not the pressure that comes from a third party, so to speak. The decision-making, you get to make that. There's no pressure to conform by what everybody else wants you to teach or how you need to do it. You get to do it your way. It's not their way, hit the highway. It's your way. And trust me, I did the best I could. I really did. And I have guilt sometimes thinking about being awarded the couple times that I've gotten teacher of the year thinking, oh my gosh, I felt like I was not conforming to what I was supposed to be conforming to. Or I had this different idea in my mind and I'm so grateful. But at the same time, I'm thinking, man, I felt different in my heart. I was constantly keeping up with all the new trends, the girl next door, the comparisons, the Pinterest perfect teacher life, and I'm done with it. Like I literally, I am done with it. I don't have the pressure from administration, even though I love them and I have great experiences with my administration and team members and school climate, but I get to create my climate as my own. I don't have to worry about looking on Pinterest and being perfect and It's like the pressure to be like everyone else is gone because it's my own. Even though I'm wedged right in between a middle school and an elementary school, even though I know that there are private schools all around me, I don't care. This is my own. This is what makes me different. I'm either for you or I'm not. And I'm okay with that because no longer am I going to make everybody else happy when I know in my heart what truly is the best teaching experience for me and the students that I have. And number three, a desire that I had was to truly teach in a way that fueled my soul. I don't know about you, but after a while, it was like a slow death to my teacher's soul. The anxiety and all of the misconceptions that we have about what learning must look like. It's almost as if we have been indoctrinated. We can't even see, but it's there. Yes, I understand the research is there for many things. There are topics that we teach in school and ways that we engage children. But there's tons of research just to let you know. It's not just the Marzano way. It's not just another great researcher's way. There's millions of researchers who have done the work about what it looks like to educate a child, whether it's a parent educating a child, a psychologist speaking to a child, teachers Middle school, high school, elementary school, Montessori style, Wardoff style, unschoolers, whomever. There's been research all over. It's not just one way. And so I feel as if this desire that I don't 
agree with this all the time. I don't agree with this one method, this one way to articulate learning, this one way to measure learning. It's almost as if the desire to see children in a different way, to see myself in a different way, to just be free to make these decisions and these choices has really been birthed out of knowing how I wanted to lead, how I wanted to learn, how I wanted to love others in the life that I truly wanted to live. So teacher friend, right now, get yourself a journal, get yourself some loose leaf notebook paper and start writing down, how do I want to live? How do I want to love? What legacy do I want to leave behind? How do I want to lead? And how do I want to learn? And what should learning look like? And I pray that that gives you more clarity. It's not going to give you the answer, but it's going to give you more clarity in order to live the quality of life that you're truly seeking. You've got to do this soul work. Until next time, I can't wait to see you over in the Facebook group. You are loved. You are so appreciated. And I can't wait to speak with you soon. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.